Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode eight of season two, Got News and Interviews. I had been flipping and flopping on where to share this information. First off, I gave it a try on Instagram Live a few days ago, and uh, my internet connection as well as the app just weren't picking up on everything I needed and wanted to say. And technically, I feel like if I say this on YouTube, the thing I'm about to talk about, their foolishness will have my channel either blocked or taken down. And that's some frustrating crap. So what I want to talk about is a conflict of, of personal ethics and morals with the corporate entity that is YouTube, specifically during the month of Pride. I am a straight woman, but extremely and outwardly supportive of the LGBTQ plus community. I'm one of those allies who feels that it's not a necessity for us to have our backs padded for just being humanitarian, for being civil with the fact that people aren't all straight. Even animals in nature aren't all heterosexual. So I understand that for some, this is a great conflict of, of personal interest and understanding, particularly those who are religious. I am religious, I am a Christian, and you all know I don't hide that. However, I do not believe that my Lord and Savior makes mistakes, and there's no way that I can fathom him creating all of us in his image yet creating people who are going to be outwardly hated and harassed and murdered uh, just because of who they love. Granted, there are some problematic existences out there, such as uh, pedophilia and uh, bestiality and things of that sort. And I've got some real qualms with those things, but those are choices. This is not a choice in my understanding. And you can challenge me on that if you want, or you are more than welcome to stop uh, patronizing the content that I create. It's your freedom and your prerogative. Much the same, freedoms and prerogatives. On YouTube, and this is nothing new, as well as other social media platforms, but specifically I'm looking at YouTube because this is where I'm having a personal issue. People are allowed to make almost whatever content they're interested in making. And there are several instances of people within the LGBTQ community being uh, harassed, both with videos that are created and comments that are allowed in the comment sections of said videos. And that harassment, it's nothing new. There's always been some sense of problematic people on the platform or the internet as a whole because it's just an extension of humanity and the crap that some of us aren't bold enough to do in our day-to-day -day facial interactions. We are more than bold to do behind a keyboard and or YouTube video. Um, but anytime something occurs that just challenges my my personal stance on things too severely, too greatly, I make distance from it. Case in point, when the high controversy, controversy, <laughs> high controversy of how PewDiePie manages his channel and the anti-Semitic things that he's had a history of saying, I couldn't roll with that at all. So I stopped following him. 
That's the easiest way to block yourself from particular content that is against what you believe in. Get away from it. And that was easy. However, with this particular thing, um, it's not that easy this time. And I feel, I feel, I feel hypocritical. I have always carried myself on the internet and on the social media platforms that I uh, utilize with the mindset that I am capable of creating a safe environment for my subscribers, for my supporters, fans, whatever you want to call yourselves, fans, supporters, subscribers, whatever. Those who follow me, I've been intentional about that. At this point, it feels as if I, I can't protect a, a huge demographic of my following oh yeah if you stop by multifaceted acg on youtube or any of the youtube channels i'm over or you listen to my podcast when i decide to podcast <clears throat> or any of that you know this is a safe space and whatnot okay it, it very well might be but as soon as i jump off of your channel i'm thrown right back into the midst of of being amongst those who just flat out hate my existence that's heartbreaking to me and I just how do you carry on saying that you're capable of creating said space and whatnot when the entire ecosystem which is not something I'm new to speaking about but when the entire ecosystem is damaged it's flawed the internet is as, as a whole as well and I don't see myself feeling guilted by using it because I feel like there's a greater divide a greater uh spans of space between me and websites that don't encourage and uplift people and uh content that doesn't do that as well but this is really this is really bothering me um so much so where I've always said the whole thing of I'm not quitting YouTube but maybe I need to find a different space to to platform my content and that's that's a that's a hard pill to swallow y'all that's a lot to sort out because I'm not looking to quit making content I love what I do and I evidently love what I do because I, I'm not compensated for it. It, it it's a hobby that I deeply enjoy sharing with with others I like being able to share the enthusiasm talk about our excitement about the music talk about things that we're not pleased with in the scene as a whole things we want to see change and whatnot and the difference with that compared to YouTube as a whole when crap is going on in the world of k-pop or how you and whatnot some of it can be extremely upsetting and frustrating and whatnot and there are a lot of repeat instances i am not in denial of that whatsoever but we do at some point or another see some changes either we get an apology from an artist or its labels albeit sometimes those apologies are blanketed um or we we see a change in behaviors all around a good example would be uh, Henry Lau who was called out about some things and decided that the best plan of action for him is to be a part of bringing attention to negative instances and behaviors that um, don't support who and what he is I get that I'm about that life <laughs> I'm, I'm about 
acknowledging yo this was this was not the business this was not a smart move what can we do what can you do to improve let me help you understand where you can find resources i don't believe it's my exclusive job to educate and re-educate on a regular basis i've taken a very solid stance against that as a 2019 start and i've stayed consistent with that um because this is not my damn job to educate everybody yes i know i have a a, a space where I'm acknowledged as such as someone who does have a lot to say about certain issues and whatnot, but I'm not, I'm not your teacher. The internet can teach you. And if you've got some concerns about what you're finding, and if you feel like the information is conflicting, I'm more than happy to help point you in the appropriate direction, but I'm not the end all be all of your learning on how to be a better person. And we see changes in the ecosystem. We see changes that Things Those of us who are long-term fans or those who are much longer in this fandom than I have ever been. I've been a fan since 2012. There are countless consumers who have been around much longer than that. We're seeing some historical things happen. It's undeniable because of the influence of consumers and our interests and like, it's just, it's some amazing historical things happening. The amount of attention that the, uh, the Western Recording Academy is giving to what is occurring here in Korea musically and whatnot. And it's just an exciting, it's an exciting time. Conversely, YouTube don't give two shits about whatever it is that we say. We are often having things provided to us that aren't meeting the, the requests and demands of what we want to see change. Um, we want you to be able to have better awareness and monitoring of the content that comes onto YouTube. Granted, we know there's millions and millions of videos because you all let it grow to that level. And your way of dealing with our direct requests about fixing that confusion is removing the built-in feature where our videos are tweeted and posted to Facebook uh, instantly upon upload. Thus creating a space where Exposure that we could have gotten because the lovely, delightful algorithm no longer consistently pulls up new content from people you're subscribed to. <laughs> so instead of assisting us in an opportunity of being able to expound upon our audience, you hinder us and you start limiting the growth of channels. Okay, no bigs. We'll find a way around that. Oh, well, these content creators are making harmful content. Why can't you suspend them? Oh, well, what we find is they're, uh, you know, just exerting their opinion. And uh, to block it would be a hindrance to free speech. But it's, it's allowing severe and aggressive harassment. I know there are people who walk around like, oh, you know what, you, this current generation, weak AF, y'all ain't gonna, y'all, how much harassment can you really do to me via the internet? Quite a damn bit. People have lost jobs. People commit suicide just because you have the wherewithal to stand against whatever idiot shit is going on don't mean other people do. And I... In my personal case concerning all of this that's going on with the LGBTQ plus community, um, there's too many people I love and, and deeply value who are adversely impacted by this. There's too many content creators who inspired me to step onto YouTube and 
share my thoughts and ideas and commentary. There's too many people who I've had as roommates, as neighbors, as people who would come and pick me up from school as a young lady and things of that sort. And just, I can't deny the existence of people who mean too much to me, nor can I deny the existence of of people, period. And it feels that the the desire to maintain a corporate status quo supersedes the necessity to just acknowledge that the environment is harmful. And I just don't know if I want to screw with that no more. It's really, it's really bothering me so much so that it's, it stayed on my mind for days at this point. And I'm like, I'm going to have to express this. I've gotten some good suggestions and ideas from others and they're like well you know you're not saying you want to end your content you're just saying you're having an issue with where it's platformed maybe I need to focus a little bit more on podcasting until I feel as if things have changed there that doesn't mean I can't take the content from my YouTube channels and turn it into a podcast I most certainly can there's all of these lovely and awesome apps and things out there now where it allows you to take your your uh, YouTube videos and convert it appropriately for podcasting I think that's kind of cool and then I have an album a day which I took a few days off from unannounced uh, just because (laughs) this whole thing with YouTube really did bum me out I can't even I can't lie it really made me extremely sad um, so I can do that. I can come back to this a little bit more, be more proactive about securing my interviews and sorting out the type of news that I want to share with you all. I don't have to disappear. Um, on Twitter, Twitter is a space that is, is, has the capacity of being very, very toxic, but I have better control over how I use that platform. I can block out certain words and things of that sort. So I'm not inundated with that information. I can target my audience much more on there. If I only want to talk about the whole K-pop magic and whatnot, then I can accommodate that very well on there. If I only want to keep one space open for keeping my eyes and ears open to what's going on politically and whatnot, I have the, the features and control to be able to do that. Yeah, I can avoid commentary and things of that sort that challenge my, my personal feelings on YouTube. I know I can but my fellow content creators can't and I just mm, I'm I'm standing in, a, in a, a form of solidarity however I don't know how to classify that that stance just yet that's what I'm sorting out so bear with me I'm I'm having a hard time <laughs> I'm having a hard time and I'm trying to find the best way to handle said hard time that I'm having but I'm going to do something about it I don't know if that means I'll be taking a a early hiatus from YouTube or if I'll be making uh, more intentional uh, submissions to YouTube and the powers that be to see if there are things that can be done to help magnify the the issues that are on the platform um Another thing that I find of of interest is the fact that like YouTube is trying to promote themselves right now with their lovely little uh, 
rainbow colored uh logo and things of that sort but you outright have people using your platform telling you yo i am what this rainbow is for and this is what y'all not doing and they're just like oh <laughs> fra la 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 like that's just i'm a black woman i'm a i'm a, i'm an african-american woman who also has latinx in my family <laughs> lgbtq in my circle and I'm a woman, which our entire existence is under complete and utter attack right now in America. I can't stand by as a, a woman with any sense of awareness of those being ostracized and treated unfairly and try to justify that, well, you know, in this circumstance, it's okay for me to turn the other cheek, but but this right here, this is a real problem. No, 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 no. You, you don't have the... the you don't have it in you, Ashley, to nitpick and choose which battles you're going to stand on your soapbox about. So that's where I am with it, y'all. That's that's what I'm sorting out. How to carry on in this next half of this, this 2019, this next half of this last chunk of this decade. Still being true to the woman I have always presented myself to be and the things that I believe in and, and pray about and hope and stand for versus the spaces that I create my content. Even here on Anchor. Anchor got some issues. <laughs> Not so much the, the things that are being done on here, but the fact that any of us can hop on here and create a free podcast and uh, maybe get it syndicated, maybe get it sent around to, uh, you know, other platforms and whatnot. But those of us who are able to profit off of it, which I am not, but those of us who are, um, we don't have exclusive control over the content we're making on here. Currently, for me, that's not a huge problem. But if I'm going to uh, pivot to being more intentional about being known as a podcaster, being more visible <laughs> as being an invisible voice, I mean, it'd be great to be able to see where this could grow and then be able to use that as an opportunity to um you know, host my show and things of that sort in different ways. But if it becomes an issue for me, then I'd have to move my things from here and host them elsewhere as well. And I'm not against that. I am definitely trying to make sure that the content that I make that I'm so intentional about making gets to people the way that is best for them and, and best suited for them to consume it. So just, just sorting out some stuff before this year close up, y'all. But I got to be real to, I got to be real about what's important to me and figure out the best way to be a, a conscientious consumer as well as a conscientious uh, advocate. So we'll see what happens. I know this wasn't a, a linear conversation per se that made immediate sense how I was explaining myself, but... I want to be authentic with how I'm processing the information just as much as authentic with uh, sharing what's on my mind and what's on my heart. So I look forward to your comments, your feedback, anything that you feel like sharing concerning this. And I'll catch y'all very soon. Bye, y'all.